Hi, hello, and welcome to The Notebook Nook with me, Mera. This is a place to unwind and reflect on our day-to-day -day lives, sprinkled with some bookish convos and, of course, some stories of my life. If that's something that sparks your interest, you're more than welcome to join the venture that I call The Notebook Nook. Hi, hello, this is Esmeralda Mimera, and welcome here to my podcast today. I am going to be a little bit more, I guess, uplifting this time around. I know in my last podcast, it was a bit kind of emotional, and though this episode may get emotional, I'm not quite sure, uh, but there is going to be some very funny aspects of this particular episode, and mainly because I'm going to be talking about my sister, and I really wanted to dedicate this particular uh, episode to her. Uh, just everything, everything that we have bonded through and things we've been through, and though I'm not going to get in depth with everything, I kind of wanted to summarize a little bit of our relationship. So I wanted to take this time to just kind of do that. And I don't know you guys listening, if you guys have a sister or maybe you guys have a particular family member or friend who you see as a sibling or a close loved one. Uh, this is kind of what that is because I know I've mentioned in a prior episode that my sister, when I say my sister, I actually mean my cousin. Um, she is actually my first cousin. She's my aunt's daughter. And she actually grew up with us since we were way, way little. I mean, she started living with us, what was it, pre-preschool kind of thing. <laughs> so it's been a long time that we've always had a huge relationship. We lived together for long periods of time. And yeah, so we bonded a lot through a lot of events and situations that had happened to us. So I wanted to talk about her because I know that our relationship is a little bit, I know for some people it may be a bit odd, but being that she is my cousin, for me ever since I was little and for her ever since she was little, we always saw each other as sisters. Because like I've said before, we lived together for long periods of time ever since she was little. And we would always especially go and visit when we were little too as well. We would go to events, everything together. I mean, we did, yeah. A lot together and so ever since then we always saw each other as sisters and I cannot every time I talk about her I can't say cousin it just doesn't seem right I kind of cringe at that because to me she actually is my sister and to her I'm really like her sister so we always say sisters there's so many stories that I can definitely say that we have been through that has been very silly moments, hilarious moments, actually, um, sad moments. We've dealt through certain traumas together. There's been a lot of things that actually connect us both together in so many different ways. And there's so much similarities between her life and my life. You almost cannot believe it. And when she if she was to ever tell her story and I was to ever tell my story, I think you guys would be like blown away and be like, wait, are you sure you're not sisters? Like blood, like really, really related like sisters. Because there's times where we joke about like, oh, I think deep down inside, everyone knows that we're actually truly sisters. Like we just joke about it. We have this like inside um, little giggle all the time when we talk about stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like me and my sister, one of the things that I think is very, very odd that maybe not a lot of people have experienced in their life. Usually when you have a sibling or you have someone that you truly, truly love, um, whether it's a, you know, like a friend, a best friend that you've had since childhood, or even just a loved one that you've had since childhood, like you've known them, you know, throughout your life. 
uh, there's always rivalry, you know, there's always some kind of like fights and, you know, situations like that. Um, but actually, I cannot say that me and my sister actually had that. And till today, we even were talking about it a couple days ago, where we started to kind of reflect on our relationship. We're like, yeah, ain't it crazy? Like, we are so, I don't know, we sometimes talk to each other like this, but we're like, we're so lame that like, all of our lives, we've never gotten into a true argument, a true fight, you know, like an actual full-blown fight, even whether it's physical or, or even just an emotional kind of fight where we're like yelling at each other or anything like that. We actually truly have not experienced that. And one of the little funny stories that I want to talk about was how we actually came up with a little fight, a made up fight. Why we decided to do this, I don't know. I remember we were both in elementary school and we were just talking about how we never got into a fight and how we always see like our cousins or our brothers and sisters, you know what I'm saying? Like just fighting and we just never got into a fight and we never understood that. And we're like, well, why don't we just pretend we're getting into a fight? I know, sounds very, very weird. Like what in the world are these kids thinking? But me and her were like, you know, we've never gotten into a physical confrontation. So we planned this scenario that we were just going to be like oh, insulting each other, right? Because that's another thing we've never done is insult each other. So we decided we'll insult each other and then we'll slowly start the pushing and then maybe pull in hair and let's just see where that would go. Ugh, you guys, now thinking about it, it's so cringy. It's like, what in the world were we thinking? Like, <laughs> I mean, in reality, why? Like, I don't know. We were some oddballs. We decided to do this. And so we decided, okay, all right, we finished eating. Let's go upstairs to our room and let's begin this little drama, right? So we planned it all out and we're sitting across each other and we're like, okay, so how do we start? It was so awkward the way we even started. It was, oh my gosh, just thinking about it. And I'm pretty sure if she's listening to this podcast, she's probably laughing at it right now. Like, I just want to tell her like, girl, what were we thinking? Like, what in the world were we thinking <laughs> when we decided to do this? And I know we've asked each other so many times about this situation and just, <laughs> I don't know, but you guys, so, okay, so we went on ahead and we started the first little few insults and kind of didn't feel like it was going anywhere. So then we started just to kind of like push each other, still didn't feel like it was going anywhere. We're like, well, maybe we just need to pull hair, right? <laughs> this is the part where it starts to get very ridiculously just, let me proceed. So she grabs my hair and I grab her hair and we start pulling. And eventually, you know, I give her a good pull because I'm like, no, we're determined, right? We're supposed to like see if we can fight. And she gives me an even harder pull. And I'm like, dang, you know, so we're both pulling our, you know, our hair back and forth. And eventually we stood there. We're like, what are we doing? And she goes, I don't know. I, I think we're supposed to fight. And I'm like, I know, but like, we're not really fighting. I mean, it doesn't even feel like a real fight. She goes, I know, but like, you let go of my hair. I was like, no, you let go of my hair. And at this point, I remember right near us as we were on our bed struggling with each other's hair, just like pulling it and not wanting to let go of neither one of us because we we're like, one of us is going to fool the other. I'm pretty sure, right? And I saw nearby there was this doll that I had actually received when I was 15 years old, which now actually reminds me, I think I was oh yeah, I was like a freshman in high school and she was still in elementary. I think she was like in seventh grade or eighth grade. Oh my gosh, just thinking about our age. Oh, this is so crazy. Okay, so 
I reached out for this doll that I got on my 15th birthday. And in the Mexican culture, we do what we call a quinceanera. So we always do this like big, elaborate celebration. It's just a coming of age type of situation. So it's a big deal for a lot of families, Hispanic families. And it's where the girl kind of gets dressed up very, very beautifully in this big, beautiful ball gown, pretty much. So I did have a quinceanera. And in that quinceanera, there was a doll that was given to me. And now here's the thing. It wasn't like a typical Barbie doll. It was just, you know, just a regular doll. And they would crochet this little dress on this doll and would present it to the quinceanera, which would be me. So I'm here pulling my sister's hair back and forth. We don't want to let go because we're just like nervous that the other one's not going to want to let go. Um, and I remember reaching for this doll. And I just grabbed it. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like rub the hair on her chin. Why did I do that? I don't know. But... <laughs> I went on ahead and I grabbed the doll and I just shoved it on her chin, hopefully that it would tickle her to where she would let go of my hair, which she did let go of my hair and I let go of her hair. But by the time I got my doll back and I looked at my doll, we both looked at my doll, she was bald. Like my doll had absolutely no hair. She probably had a few little scraggly hairs still left on her head. And I'm like, what happened to her hair? And my sister's like, I don't know was it like that before? I was like, no. And I look at my sister and I just start, I lost it. You guys, I started cracking up. Like genuinely, it was the most funniest situation ever. My sister at that point looked like she was the bearded lady. Like she literally had a full blown beard under her chin. And it was from all the areas in which I rubbed this doll onto her chin. And she <laughs> these long and scraggly hairs, stiff little hairs of the Barbie, just all of the doll, all under her chin. And she's like, what? And I am cracking up because it's like, <laughs> it was such a sight to see you guys. And I had her, I was like, told her, don't touch her face. You need to see this. Just look at the mirror. So she ended up going and looking at herself and she just busted out laughing. We both were on the ground just laughing. We couldn't believe it. Tears running down our eyes. Like we were just like, what a twist of events, right? Like we're over here trying to fake a fight and we ended up just cracking up on our floor in our bedroom, just like hysterically at the situation of where we were at. You know, and at that point, we both looked at each other. She ended up eventually rubbing her chin and the hair, you know, completely fell off. But as we were there, thinking about what just happened, we both concluded, you know what, fighting just isn't our thing. I think we're just not meant to fight. We're probably the kind of sisters that we just have too big of a bond that like fighting isn't our thing. <laughs> and clearly we're not good at it because we ended up just laughing hysterically on the floor instead of crying on the floor, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so I remember that and it just, uh, I don't know, till today I still crack up about it and every once in a while we'll bring it up. But my sister and I, we've always had this very deep connection and it's kind of hard to explain. But when it came down to us going through certain troubles or certain situations in our lives, we always had each other. And for some reason, I could trust her with just anything that I can give her. Like, I know I can trust her. Her loyalty is like impeccable. 
And same with me. Anything that she would entrust in me, I would make sure that I kept the loyalty strong. And I know that she can always entrust in me when she needed to talk about something. And yeah, like we always had this deep connection, such a deep connection that even our health somehow has synced in some type of way. And I know this is going to sound very, very weird, but biologically, we are considered cousins. So for me and her to have so many health issues that are very, very similar to each other kind of throws us for a loop a little bit. But my sister has gone through so much health issues and I have too. So for example, she's had... Um, polycystic ovarian syndrome where your ovaries pretty much overproduce uh, too many eggs at once and it causes sometimes inflammation or sometimes you can get these big cysts and they rupture inside of you they're very very painful you guys it's not something that's like smooth sailing uh, but we've had a lot of like that kind of issues and it turns out that I ended up having it too I have polycystic ovarian syndrome too they call it short PCOS um, but yeah, that's something we both have. Another thing that we both actually have is thyroid issues. So uh, she had to go and endure this whole situation of having her thyroid removed. And that was, oh, just that journey alone was so difficult. Um, yeah, like it was, whew, I don't know, even thinking about it just makes me kind of emotional because for a sec there, we thought we almost, you know, lost her. But thank God that did not happen. And we still have her here today. We could still laugh and joke about things on the phone. It's just, yeah, but she had to undergo surgery and get her thyroid removed. As for me, I actually have Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune disorder that pretty much attacks, your immune system attacks your thyroid. And I'm at a point where like my thyroid isn't functioning. Um, it's pretty much kind of at its last kind of you know, beep, beep kind of situation. I mean, my thyroid's trying to go, but it's just, it's, I don't know. I'm right now at a much higher prescription, which I had to be put on recently. Um, it's just not doing too well, you know? So we both had thyroid issues. And now currently, um, yeah, like I had... You know, I because of the PCOS, I usually get sometimes routine ultrasounds done. And this month, I had to get a ultrasound done. And though I don't want to talk about it too much here on this particular episode, uh, they did find a mass in there. And it's kind of nerve-wracking because no one can confirm that it's something benign or otherwise. So I'm kind of at the limbo right now until my surgery date where the mass will be removed. And yeah, like my sister actually, she was actually diagnosed with precancer of the uterus. So, you know, like I said, all these things just somehow just correlate to each other. We've had very similar, like so much similarities when it comes to our health. And even with our child, like she has one amazing son and I have just one amazing son. So we both have just one child and it's a boy and they are both just tremendously amazing children not because they're you know he's my nephew and I love him so much and not because he's my son I really truly mean this like when I mean that we have some of the most supportive just amazing children it's just oh my gosh like it's almost like our sons are in tune to us so like my nephew um 
he knows when something is off with his mother and either his mother's not feeling well or she's stressing about something. It's almost as if he can feel it, you know, like they both can kind of connect to their mommy. So like my son, he knows when I'm not feeling well or, and it's weird because it's like sometimes I won't even show emotion, but it's like I he knows that I need a hug or I need I don't know, some type of reassurance. So he'll remind me how much he loves me. And that's the same thing with my sister and her son. And I don't know, there's just a such loving connection with our child that I, we, it's kind of hard to explain. And maybe many of you guys out there can probably relate to this. But at the end of the day, regardless of any health issues or mental health issues that we've dealt with or um, things that we've experienced in our lives, for some reason, we've always had this non-replaceable bond. It's like, it's irreplaceable. There's no one that can be my sister, right? And for her, I'm pretty sure she probably feels the same way is that there's no one that can be her sister, you know? It's just, there's just this very unique bond that somehow just connects us. It's crazy because we've given each other so many goals throughout our life. For example, um, we always said, uh, I remember sitting down one time and we both went really into depth about like if one day we ever got married or one day we ever had a child uh, that we would want the other person, you know, to be the godparent. It'd be their very first godparent. And she wanted me to be the godparent of her child if one day she had a child. And I told her likewise, like, if I ever had a kid, I definitely wanted you to be the godparent of my child. And actually, that's something that we did end up doing now as adults. She is the godmother of my son and I'm the godmother of her son. So that is something that actually we did actually go on ahead and we accomplished and we actually did, right? Like we stuck to our guns on that one. And there's so many other things from promising ourselves that no matter how far or how close we live together, that we would always somehow, even if it's through a phone call, that we would always have a connection. And we actually did. There was a moment where she actually moved about two states away and we still kept such a big connection and yeah we helped each other out through some difficult times but also helped each other out through the like those fun loving moments that we each experienced even though we were far away so that's why like for me um it could be months of me seeing her or it could be months of her seeing me and somehow some way we'll make it work and we are never ever ever feeling some type of way towards each other uh it's like we always have this like deep understanding that no matter how close or how far we are we will always have a connection and one of the things i did wanted to bring up a really silly story too is an incident that happened to her on her bike when she started learning how to bike ride now we all were learning to bike ride. We all started getting a little better at it, but she was a little bit more skittish. She was a little bit more nervous about getting on her bike. And sorry, sis, but I have to tell this story because this story is funny. And I want to kind of like not make it too emotional, this type of episode. So I wanted to bring another little funny moment here. So we were young and we were in elementary school and I remember that my mom, there was an incident that happened beforehand that my mom was like, don't freak me out. Like, I remember screaming, like, mom, look at this happen. Oh my gosh. And I'm like freaking out. And turns out that what had happened wasn't even that big of a deal. And so my mom was like, you almost gave me a heart attack. Don't ever do this. If any incident ever happens to any one of you guys, just please don't give me a heart attack. You know, like give me the information or tell me something's happening calmly, or at least try to be calm. Don't just be like oh my gosh da, 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 da. 
because she's like, I don't want to have a heart attack. So of course, me keeping that in mind, freshly in my mind um, from months prior, <laughs> here goes my sister. She's learning how to bike ride and she ends up somehow crossing paths with one of my brothers. And point is that turns out she ended up in a tree. And I don't mean like the tree. I mean, she smashed into a tree, flipped over and <laughs> on her bike and just got like, ugh demolished she was i mean she was crying it was a horrible scene to see and everyone was of course saying you know esmeralda go and tell ma you know what had happened oh my gosh ma like oh my gosh our sister she's all bleeding and she had scraped her knees scraped her elbows her chin i mean it was terrible so i go inside the house and i tell my mom hey mom very calmly because you know months prior she did tell us she didn't want to get a heart attack so i'm like hey mom so something happened to my sister and i explained to her like yeah she just she kind of just fell off the bike <laughs> and my mom goes okay we'll tell her to come in and i was like well she's gonna try to come in and she goes what do you mean she's gonna try to come in and around the corner you see my sister coming and she is just like cowboy walking shoulders up her elbows are up i mean she it was Oh my gosh, it was such a sight to see. And though it was funny now that we look at it, in that moment, my mom was like, oh my gosh, what happened to you? Oh my goodness, come and sit down. And why didn't you tell me? Was this serious? And I'm thinking, well, well you just, you said not to give you a heart attack when these types of situations happen. But yeah, my sister ended up sitting down. She had blood coming down from her knees. That poor thing, she was just struggling. Her chin was all scraped up and dripping blood. Her elbows were dripping blood. It was, it was a sight, you guys. It was quite the sight to see. Now here's the thing, before anyone starts freaking out, she didn't have any broken bones or <laughs> any kind of fractures or anything like that. It was just kind of superficial kind of scrapes on her actual skin. So that was like, it, it kind of really looked horrible. And they were pretty kind of deep little wounds, you know, not too deep, but just enough that like enough scraped off her skin. Poor little thing. Oh, terrible, terrible, terrible situation to be in. So my mom comes with all the stuff that she needs to kind of heal these wounds. And <laughs> my sister just ended up all bandaged up, poor thing. She had bandages on her elbows, all her knees and her chin. It just oh poor thing i'm sorry girl like oh it was really really bad but we still think about that story and we laugh about it because of my reaction and how she ended up walking in looking just terrible and disheveled it was just a sight to see you guys i can go on and on with stories about my sister from the good to the bad i mean we've had roller coaster rides in both of our lives that has been just crazy. And, and even currently, like she's going through her own stuff and I'm going through my own personal stuff as well. I mean, but we have been able to be the support system that we needed to be for each other, even if it's through the phone. And yeah, so you guys, that is my relationship with my sister and how we have been. Now, there's probably more that I'm going to keep adding here in my episodes about my sister and just our bond and things that we've actually gone together. Who knows? Maybe one day I'll probably have her here in the podcast and, you know, kind of let her have her story or maybe we can reminisce about some of our little stories because believe me, we have many, many, many funny, hilarious moments and also kind of like heartfelt situations that have happened. Uh, but I do want to leave this podcast, you guys, with something for sure, that it was a quote from Venus Williams. And for those who may not know, she is the sister of Serena Williams. 
And they are both really talented, amazing tennis players and so much more. Like they're just amazing kind of true sisterly kind of bond. And even though I also relate to the sisters, the Bella twins, they were prior wrestlers like from the WWE. So these are all like sisters that I feel like my sister and I can definitely relate to them in regards to their bond, this unconditional kind of love that they have for each other. Uh, but I did want to get a quote from Venus Williams because this quote is probably like, uh, if you can explain the bond of a sister, like I feel like that's the kind of bond I have with my sister. And the thing is, when it comes to my own sister, like I have this just huge deep regard for her. Like if she ever needed me for anything, I've always wanted her to make sure she knew that I would always step up and try to help her as best that I can with anything in her life. And it's the same way around, you know, like if I ever needed her, I know I can just pick up the phone and call her and knowing that we can connect and we can communicate and help each other, even if it's just through our phone call. Uh, it means so much. So this is something that I want her to know. And I relate so much to this quote from Venus Williams. And it goes like this. I'm the big sister. I want to make sure she has everything, even if I don't have anything. It's hard. I love her too much. That's what counts. And it's true. I love my sister so much that I'm willing to give up and sacrifice things in my life just to make sure that she's okay. And that she's always given the love that she deserves and the support that she needs. I want to be there for her no matter what. And with that, you guys, I hope that each one of you guys out there, hopefully you guys have somebody that you guys can actually see as a sibling or see someone to be a huge support for your life. And yeah, so you guys, either way, I'm going to let you guys go. But I really want you guys to know that I am sending out the highest vibrations out to you guys and so much love that I'm sending to each and every one of you guys. And I hope you guys are having a wonderful day and you guys are taking care of yourselves. And yeah, until next time, you guys. Bye. Mm -hmm.